It's axiomatic. Once a procurement bid deadline has passed, hopeful vendors cannot submit any more information or alter their bids. Or is it? A recent protest case before the Government Accountability Office shows that, in some circumstances, contractors can get changes before source selection eyes. We get more now from D.C. Procurement Attorney Joseph Petrillo of Petrillo and Powell. And first of all, Joe, tell us what is standard practice. You can't change something after you've submitted the bid in general, correct? There's a deadline established for the submission of bids and proposals. And after that deadline passes, um, as a general matter, you can't submit your bid or proposal. You can't modify your bid or proposal. But there are always exceptions to the rule in procurement, it seems. And uh, there are some narrow exceptions to that one. A couple of GAO cases illustrate those exceptions. All right. Tell us about one. The first case is CHAG's Health Information Technology. In that case, it arose from the NIH, uh, National Institutes of Health Procurement, of additional contractors with the CIOSP vehicle using an on-ramp uh, system that they set up when the uh, vehicle was established uh, so they could add additional contractors as needed uh, to keep the pool uh, sufficiently large. Uh, one of the things you could do when submitting your proposal uh, was to visit a team, and uh, uh, teams had to provide information such as financial statements to establish that each team member uh, met the standards for responsible or responsibility. Uh, every um, contractor getting a federal contract has to show it's responsible, and that's generally a question of having uh, the capacity to perform uh, on time, uh, adequate financial resources, access to credit, satisfactory history of integrity, etc., that sort of thing. Um, and in order to meet those standards of responsibility, uh, you had to submit your financial uh, statements. And uh, it was anticipated that some team members wouldn't want their uh, uh, other team members who might be competitors in other contexts to see their financials. So you could submit them with a, a password protection uh, system and, and as encrypted files, and uh, there was a mechanism to provide the password to NIH, and that's what the CHAGS team did. After the deadline passed, however, the NIH contracting officer got in touch with the team and said, uh, where is your password for uh, one of your team members financial statements. Uh, the, uh, the, the, the member had, had submitted the password or believed it had to the correct address, but uh, NIH asked for that in any event, and uh, they forwarded the initial email back to them uh, with the password. Time passed, and Chags, find, uh, Chags found out that it had been disqualified uh, from the procurement for not supplying the password on time. Uh, and it uh, felt at hand, so it went to GAO. And oh, yeah. It. That sounds like they felt injured in that case. Absolutely. And uh, there was a dispute over whether Chags had submitted the password before the deadline. Uh, but GAO found that it did not need to resolve that dispute um, because it ruled for Chags um, on an alternative uh, way of looking at the matter, Namely, that the password related to matters of responsibility, not to whether uh, the proposal was acceptable or not, or you know, whether it, um, you know, it would got a certain score. Uh, and 
it comes to responsibility, uh, the agencies are able to use later information, information that is uh, uh, after the date of proposal submission. In fact, to some, uh, to some extent, they're supposed to use the most updated information, most recent information, because it's the most relevant to whether or not the company has the ability to perform and meets the responsibility criteria. We're speaking with Joseph Petrillo, a procurement attorney with Petrillo and Powell. So if they had tried to change pricing or product offerings, that would be one thing. But simply updating their ability to perform information, that GAO said was okay. Yeah, as long as it went to responsibility and not whether the proposal was acceptable or how it was evaluated. In this case, that's what it was used for. So uh, NIH... Um, uh, could have uh, looked at the uh, later submitted password. And in fact, um, in this instance, GAO said it really had to because it had that information um, in its possession before it, it performed the evaluation of proposals. Um, and it was un unreasonable of NIH to refuse to uh, use that password in evaluating whether or not um, offerors were responsible. Uh, so there's some, some hair-splitting sure. that went on inside the decision, but uh, the general principle, I think, is sound, which is that uh, agencies are not limited to information submitted as a proposal deadline when they're looking at responsibility. Okay, and then there's another case, Williams Building Company. There's still another narrow exception for getting things in after the deadline. Tell us about that one. Right, so this one... Uh, arose with, with, with regard to a, a Department of Veterans Affairs uh, contract for construction at a VA facility in the Boston area. And this was one of the uh, those lowest price technically, technically acceptable procurements. Um, and uh, Williams protested, and one of the grounds was that the, uh, the winner, Monument Construction, had submitted a modification lowering its price, but the modification had been received after the deadline. Uh, of course, usually, as we mentioned, such a modification can't be accepted. But there, there's an exception, another exception, uh, for a late modification of an otherwise successful proposal. If the modification makes the, uh, uh, the offer more, more favorable to the government. In this instance, Monument was technically acceptable, and it already had the lowest price submitted by any offeror. So it was the successful offeror won the procurement, and the modification lowered its price further, so it made its offer even more uh, favorable to the government. And uh, in that instance, the uh, uh, VA uh, could uh, and properly did accept the modification and got a lower price. So they didn't have to go to BAFOs? Uh, nope, they did not. Uh, uh, they could make a ward uh, based on the proposals they received, um, uh, on the basis that, um, you know, LPTA, that the monument price was lowest and uh, this proposal was acceptable and uh, for the, to the benefit of VA, the price was even lower after the modification. So there. Joseph Petrillo is a procurement attorney with Petrillo and Powell. As always, thanks so much. Well, thank you. Find a link to this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.